Hello, it's Louise with the Knit British Podcast. Knit British supports wool that's been grown, spun or dyed in the UK. Episode 19, Visions and Vendors. Hello, welcome in. It's lovely to have you here. You may hear from the background noise that it is a very blustery day here in Shetland at Knit British HQ. Happy New Year. I know I said that last time, but I say it again because it is only the 3rd of January and it's still very much a new year. So happy, happy new year to Knit British listeners. It's fantastic to have you join me today and really nice if you're joining me for the first time. Thank you so much for listening. That really means a lot and it's great to have you embarking on a new year. On the podcast today, I have some exclusive Edinburgh Yarn Festival news, upcoming news of the Knit British podcast first birthday giveaway and I want to talk a little bit about goals, challenges and focusing. So as usual I ask you to make yourself a drink of whatever you fancy. Mine is black coffee today, quarter calf. (laughs) Grab your favourite whip of the moment and let's get going. (laughs) So how are you doing? You've got those festive foods and drinks all put away for another year, all finished, blank canvases lie ahead. Is your mind brimming with resolutions, thoughts of what you want to maybe achieve this year? Maybe you're just happy that it's a blank new page and excited with whatever comes your way. Well, um, in a little while, I'm going to be having a little look back and look forward over my year. But I wanted to start with the news. And, well, there can only be one main headline, and that is Edinburgh Yarn Festival vendor list revealed. (laughs) The lovely Joe and Nika, organisers of the Edinburgh Yarn Festival, have once again... Let me bring out the big parade and give exclusive festival news. So as you know, the Edinburgh Yarn Festival is on the 14th and 15th of March this year at the Edinburgh Corn Exchange. There's going to be workshops all weekend and there's cracking tutors. There's going to be the podcast lounge and podcasting meetup on both days. And there will be lots and lots and lots of amazing vendors and exhibitors. Now I have been made privy to the list and I might add that this is only the first wave of vendors. There will be more added later this month. At the moment I think there are 80 odd vendors so you already can tell what kind of scale this is going to be at the Edinburgh Yarn Festival that more will be announced as well. It's a really exciting and a really exciting list and you'll be able to view it on edinyarnfest.com imminently because Joe and Nika are going to get it up today but there are 80 odd vendors and exhibitors so far and I am going to read them all out to you so we'll have a bit of a drum roll and of course a fanfare And here are the vendors so far in alphabetical order. Adelaide Walker, Aileen Clark Crafts, Baram Yu, 
Be Inspired Fibers, Belinda Harris Reed, Bon Papillon, The Border Mill, The Border Tart, Debonair, Die for Yarn, Die Nina Limited, The Crochet Project, Eden Cottage Yarns, Eleanor Costello, Emily Folds, Fiona Alice Designs, Flight Weaving, Ginger Twist Studios, Gone Craft, Handmade Crafts, Hooked by Designs, Injibulo, Jameson's of Shetland, Java Pearl Designs, Joe's Toes, Jolie's Kitchen, John Arbin Textiles, Kingfisher's Blue, Knit One, Knit British, Knit Rondig, Knitting for All, Knitting Gift Shop, Nocando Merle, La Maison Tricotee, Laura's Loom, Little Gem Knits, Little Owl Crafts, Lucy Haig Designs, Macari Brothers, Midwinter Yarns, Namolio, Nijani Fibre Arts, Old Maiden Ant, Once a Sheep, Owl Print Panda, P-Hop, Pom Pom Quarterly, Pearl Alpaca Designs, Pearlescence, Rainbow Heirloom, Ripples Crafts, Scottish Fibres, Scottish Machine Knitters, Shamu Makes, Shetland Wool Week, Stephen and Penelope, Steve Wilson Weaving, Stoffily, Spin Pretty, Strath Iron Fleece and Fibre, Susan Crawford, Susan Sharp Ceramics, Textile Garden, The Fibre Company, The Icelandic Knitter, Sky Shells Dare Shop, The Teapot Trust, The Threshing Barn, Tilly Flop, Tin Can Knits, TJ Frog, Toft Alpaca, UK Alpaca, Watercolour and Lace, Wee County Yarns, Weft Blown, Whistlebray Yarns, Wild Cat Crafts, Woolfish, Woolen Flower, Woolly Felt Design, Woolrush, Yarn Garden, and Isolde. Let me just do a little Muppet flail of joy for all that. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> lots of names that we know in there and lots that are new to me I can't wait to visit um, particularly I, I, after looking at the website I really need to go and squoosh some of the fibre companies unique artisan yarns and they're coming from, from the US I really want to visit Helen Magnuson, Icelandic knitter I'm very excited to see that some of my Twitter pals are going to be there as well Weft Blown and Tilly Flop Designs Laura's Loom, John Arban it is a really exciting mixture of vendors and exhibitors and I hope you will agree that that sounds very appealing indeed. Oh boy, all I can say is Edinburgh Yarn Festival, you are really spoiling us and it's not even here yet. There will be more to come. There will definitely be more podcast lounge news coming up this month. So keep an eye out on Knit British and Edinburgh Yarn Festival website for that info. I mean, now it's... 2015, Edinburgh Yarn Festival is really nearly reach out and grabable. I mean, if you stand on your tiptoes, you can just about see it coming on the horizon. So all I can say is get those diaries out and primed. Thank you so much to Jo and Mika for letting me do my Muppet flail of joy dance (laughs) from reading out all those fantastic vendors and exhibitors and as I say the list is only going to get bigger fantastic absolutely fantastic if you are interested in anything to do with the podcast lounge or the podcaster meetup you can contact me 
louise at knitbritish.net and if you have any queries about the Edinburgh Yarn Festival itself you can get onto their website www.edinyarnfest.com you can subscribe to their newsletter you can read their blog you can still book classes and there are still classes available there are still some some places available on Saturday the 14th in Nancy Marchant's basic brioche class. There are some places that are available on Emily Vessel's DIY hat design class, Hazel Tyndall's Fair Isle wrist warmer class, the crochet project, crochet for knitters, I think that's the one that I'll have to do. And on the Sunday, you can still find a place if you're quick on Claire Devine's Socks and Introduction class, that's another one I think I need to do, uh, Carol Feller's Short Rose Beyond the Basics class, the Pop Blanket class with Emily Wessel of Tin Can Knits, there is a Cabling class with Catherine Limer, there is the Crochet Project, Making Crochet Wearable on Sunday afternoon, and there is also some places left on Rachel Coopy's Next Steps into Socks, and Kirsty Simmons needle tatting for beginners. So some things are, are sold out and sold out really quickly, but don't fear, you still have time to book a class and from the looks of it, you could if you act fast, you could definitely squeeze yourself into one or two of those classes. You can go to edinyarnfest.com, click on the classes tab and book your classes here menu option and that'll take you through the process. And not only does does it entitle you to entry to your workshop, it also entitles you to entry to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. So that's pretty fantastic, isn't it? As I say, get your diaries out, get on the website, decide what you want to do, get it booked and get them in the diary. Talking about diaries... This is my sort of favourite time of year for stationery. I always like to, to buy new notebooks before the new year to be ready to fill them up with great ideas and I love nothing better than getting my new diary out and sort of filling in those yearly events and important dates. And then I wonder what I'm going to fill the rest of that white space with. It can also be a type of retrospective of the year past. If, like me, you go through your old diary and calendar to fill in the new ones. In my old diary, I see things like my first podcast episode. And on March the 5th last year, I went to Ginger Tree Studios and met Jess for the first time and did a wool shop shout out for the podcast. Also in here, I've got the Highland Wool Festival where I met the fantastic Louise Hunt from Caithness Craft Collective for the first time. For the only time actually, though it just feels like we've known each other for a long time. Um, I also have the fantastic Girls Go Wild for Wool on tour in my diary in June. That was where I first met Shiny Jo and went on a road trip with her, Claire Devine and Shova to visit the Queen of Pearls in Glasgow and the Yarn Cake and we just had a fantastic time and met Carrie Bookish there. See my summer holidays to Yorkshire and Yarndale and the podcaster meetup and Shetland Wool Week and trips and events and classes to do with that and most of my November is filled up with November excitement and you know I don't use my diary as a journal not very often at least but it's filled with meeting lovely people and fantastic memories attending glorious woolly events and sharing the love of wool with others and 2014 was a blast truly 
it was a blast. My eyes have been opened more into these beautiful communities that I inhabit, all linked with knitting and wool. And I can only hope that 2015 is just as fantastic uh, for meeting more people and finding more kindred spirits. Of course, it's had its bends in the roads, 2014, and I've had to tackle my anxiety and tackle it head on. Um, Struggling with poor mental health, anxiety and stress is something that many people have to deal with on a daily basis. And, you know, I'm thankful that when it wasn't good, I managed to see the signs and dig out my toolbox. Um, And that's only from experience rather than, I suppose, any sort of good fortune. I'm astounded that stigma is still attached to mental health and somehow one is reduced, weakened or incapable due to their anxiety. And while we can be floored by our mental health, the most reductive and weak and debilitating factor is that stigma and the people who use it. You know, we can use our past experiences and our resources available to us to try our hardest to claw our way out of that dark pit each day, learning as we go. And the same can't be said of those who use stigma and cliche. I am, I would never give back the struggles I've had with anxiety and depression. Um, I think that you need those experiences to make the good times even better. And I, while I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, I wouldn't take it away from myself either because I've, I've become the person I am today because of that. Another sad turn of 2014 was the illness and then the loss of my auntie in December. The silver lining is that we could talk honestly about her condition and had every opportunity to tell each other that we loved one another and that she was absolutely awesome and I'm so grateful for that and grateful too that I have had this amazing auntie in my life, this lifelong Elvis fan, the animal loving, belly laughing, seeing the positive in everything, game for a laugh auntie and she will be such a miss but you know it's okay to look back with sadness and to unresolved situations and regrettable moments of 2014 because the silver lining is that we're on a new page now and we are sort of wondrous and versatile things you know if there's a boulder in your path walking around it takes a lot less energy than trying to walk through it or break through it that's always been my philosophy I like to look back at my boulders and the forks in the road and they sort of show me what you've come past and what we've achieved in spite of them and that we're still moving forward (laughs) and in the spirit of moving forward I have been thinking about resolutions And you may have heard Carrie Westerman and me talking about, uh, Carrie Westerman and I, talking about this uh, on the special New Year's podcast, retrospective conversation, looking forward, whatever you want to call it. Since that chat, I've really stuck on that idea of finding a word which can be inspirational and aspirational and something that is wholly mine and more workable than a resolution that might last till the end of January if we're lucky. I'm not saying that that making traditional resolutions doesn't work for everybody because it definitely does but we also know that they can be quite hard to stick to and sometimes we, we set ourselves really unrealistic resolutions. So when Carrie and I were talking focus definitely emerged as my word. Um, I had said I don't know what my word would be, but I really want to focus on. And then Carrie went, I think it should be focus. (laughs) And that is perfect. The more I think about it, it is utterly perfect. Because 
The ideas and plans I have for Knit British are all about bringing things into focus, whether that's purely a techie, podcasty, behind-the-scenes kind of thing, or the time that I give to work in and drive in Knit British, the content, the reviews, etc., etc. The idea of focus is perfect. It means vision, it means clarity and concentration, It's it means emphasis, it means anchor, um, it's a spotlight, it's, well, it's quite literally hearth if you look at the origins. And for me, Knit British is my lifestyle and, you know, the, the website, the blog, the podcast, the Knit British group, you lovely listeners and readers, you are all around my hearth and... Yeah, I I just really like that idea and think it's a really positive word. And it also, while it can discuss things that I want to put a spotlight on, it also drives me to put into focus some of the things that I've been meaning to do for a while that have just sort of been lingering at the back of my mind. And also, it's always good to learn something new and put the focus on putting that back into Knit British. So... Not only can I apply it to Knit British, I can also apply it to my Knit goals and my personal goals for 2015, whatever they are, because focus can be personal, you know, bringing it into, bringing something into clarity for myself personally, but I can also apply it to a much larger canvas like the website and the podcast and bring that focus also to events like the Edinburgh Yarn Festival podcast lounge. So when I think about my knitting goals, my knitted focus... I always try and think about learning a new skill and a new technique and I, you know that I always talk about fair isle and socks and those are definitely two things I can't put off any longer because they have been <laughs> a goal for probably about three years now if not more. Um, so I really need to check out classes at Enrian Festival and also Claire Divine's sock uh, intro so that I can get on with that. But yeah, that's, as, as I have said this before and I think when there's nothing left to learn about knitting then I will just not want to do it anymore I'll just lay down and die I think (laughs) so yeah what about you what are your knitting goals is there anything that you want to create anything that you want to learn as I say I am determined that I'm going to produce a pair of socks and something failure this year but more specifically I'd love to knit a hap this year and taking the sort of instruction that I learned at Shetland Wool Week uh, Gudrun Johnson's uh, class I'd like to knit a full size hat and definitely in British breed yarn and in terms of other knitting challenges I think it would be fantastic to host a Scully Cardigan knit along in April when Carrie Westman gets the rights back for her pattern I think that'd be a lovely a lovely little challenge for, um, to knit my namesake cardigan but also to have a little cal amongst ourselves um yeah so what, what about you what are your goals and what are your challenges in knitting and you and you can tell me your personal goals too that's <laughs> but uh, I, I'm really interested to know what you want to get out of your knitting pursuits this year that sort of leads nicely on to the Knit British podcast first birthday celebrations, which will be in the next episode, episode 20. I'm going to have a, a giveaway, and in that giveaway I'm going to be putting up for a prize some of some of the brilliant British wool. There's, there's wool, there's alpaca in there. I will give you a, a little rundown. Uh, I will give you more information on this shortly, but there is... 
at least 250 grams of glue in there and that's being modest when I say at least. I need to go and dig it out, which is why I can't be specific. Um, so in order to celebrate the first birthday and in order to facilitate the giveaway, I'm going to ask you in the Knit British Ravelry group, not on the blog, to comment with which British breed yarn you'd like to experiment with this year and maybe tell us what you'd like to knit with it or um, ask for suggestions but um, it's only open to members of, of the Knit British Ravelry group so in order to enter you must go over to the Knit British Ravelry group and I'll put the link in there and join the group don't just be a guest which British breed yarn you'd like to explore this year and why and what you might knit with it and any and in there you can stick your knitting goals as well if you'd like, um, as I just mentioned there about your what you're going to focus on for your for your knitting goals. Um, so yeah, I really, really love you to do that. The thread is there. It's called Podcast First Birthday Giveaway and the details are all in there. So do that. And the next podcast episode, episode 20, will be around about the 16th of January and... I'll probably close that thread uh, at midnight on Thursday the 15th of January. So you don't have long, you just have a week and a bit to get over there, to be in with a chance of winning a lovely British wool prize, to celebrate the first birthday of the Knit British podcast and tell me once again which British breed wool you'd like to experiment with in 2015, what you'd like to knit with it and and if you want to tell me your knitting goals too, that would be fantastic. Talking about the Knit British Ravelry group, we had such a lovely time with the small gesture swap that we did over Christmas. Everybody was really chuffed with their pattern gifts. Uh, what we did was, we just if you wanted to receive a gift from your wish list, just you, sign, you signed up to the small gestures pattern swap and I paired you up and you went and bought something from your swap partner's wish list and they went and bought something from your wish list and gifted it to you. And by gifting something from wish lists, you already know the other person is going to love the pattern. But it was so sweet to see folk agonising about choosing which patterns from the list. Some, some went with the theory that the one at the top of the list was the most favoured. Others put a bit more thought into it. It was really lovely. Because as I say, you just you know that everything on the wish list is going to be wanted. It was, <laughs> um, it, it was really lovely. I swapped with Ivy Fox, who sent me the Mama Vertebrae cardigan pattern by Kelly Brooker which I've cast on in Skin Queen Verdigree but I've just cast it on so I'm not talking about that on the podcast yet there's nothing to tell apart from the fact that the yarn is beautiful it's Verdigree voluptuous and in return I had sent Ivy the Derwent Water Shawl which is a pattern by Tess Young that's a lovely it's a lovely, beautiful shawl pattern so as I say everybody was just really chuffed and what I've done is I've opened a thread in the Knit British group it's called the small gestures project thread and people have gone in there and posted what they received why they wanted to knit it and how chuffed they are with it and we'll see some progress in there as well so that was a really lovely swap and it went it just went down so well i've had such lovely feedback about it It's, it's such a so simple really everyone gets something that they actually want also over, really overwhelmed and surprised to receive three other patterns from my wish list from three lovely listeners. And there was absolutely no need to do that, but you have no idea how much that cheered me up during a really kind of crappity week. So you are 
beautiful and wonderful, hotter than knits for slip scraps, scraps, clips, scraps, knits, yeah. And, um, <laughs> knits for clip scap. And Gilly Run won. You just lovely people, and that made, that, yeah. <clears throat> We'll definitely do another pattern swap again as the feedback was brilliant and it was definitely a swap where you know you're getting something that you love to knit, make and wear. So thank you everybody who participated in that. Well, that's it for this usual scheduled podcast the the one that i did on new year's was a special uh, episode i will be back again on or around the 16th of january with episode 20 the first birthday podcast celebration as always i like to say hello to some people and i'd love to say hello to the new kids in the knit british group we've got la ruth 6358 who is lulu from medford new york pink pot who is sue from the united kingdom Wendy Lady, who is Wendy from Ankeny. Silkier, who is Alison from Bristol. Luby Lou, who is Linda from Edinburgh. And Noirem, that, that's Jennifer from Inverness. Hello, Jennifer. And thank you for all the lovely messages um, after the last podcast. That's been lovely, and you're all very lovely and fantastic. And I'm also very grateful for the Ravelry messages that you've sent that I got over Christmas, particularly Nishi Knits, who sent me a really lovely email from Sweden telling me how much she enjoys the podcast and that that's lovely. I find such a lot of motivation when I get messages um, and Ravelry messages and, and emails from you. It really does make me just want to keep on keeping on doing this Merry Knit British podcast dance because it's fantastic and you're fantastic. I really hope that you have had a fantastic festive season and you're ready to grab 2015 by the ears and give it a good shake and find all the fantasticness that is coming your way. You will find me on Ravelry as Lira. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British and you can always drop me a line at louise at knitbritish.net. Don't forget that I blog regularly at www.knitbritish.net and you will always find me there. Take good care and I will see you again soon. Bye! Happy New Year, happy, happy New Year.
They might have done me wrong Start saving Start lending a hand Stop spending too much Travel Europe Get to the mountains Go to the beach and get some sun Oh yeah Get some sun I've got a list of resolutions That's six feet long I've had a few life complications They might have done me wrong Tell me.